Welcome to this episode of Peace Prayer Podcast, where we share tips on living by faith and act on it by praying for conflicts around the world. Right, this episode, we're going to take off from where we stopped the last time. We're going to continue to unpack um, Psalm 82. And this time we're focusing, zeroing in on verse 5. Verse 5 is a shift from the previous two or three or four verses, which were more of dealing with responsibilities, those ones. But in this episode, verse 5 shifts from responsibilities of you fail to judge justly, you fail to deliver the poor and the afflicted. And verse 5 goes on, it dives deep into reasons why kings fail. You know, it's a, um, the rationale for failure. And it, and this is really very important for us because we, we, we wouldn't want to repeat, uh, you know, this prophecy or, or kind of um, trigger this prophecy to come to pass in our lives. And then after this commentary, of course, we're going to pray. And this episode, uh, prayer is a million um, long-standing uh, conflicts in four or five countries, mainly Syria, Yemen, they've been you know, more like protracted conflicts. So the episode, it takes a tone from the emphasis on the failures of responsibility of the kings to showing where the kings have largely failed. The source of the kings failing to judge right, defend the needy, etc., lies in their lack of knowledge. Verse 85, you know, which we're looking at here, says, they do not know, nor do they understand. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are unstable. So the, the, the lack of knowledge is is a point here. Now, now remember, some scripture says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So knowledge is really essential, but it's the knowledge of God. He said, they know not, nor do they understand. See, Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Here, Psalm 82 is looking at the knowledge, not only for our use, but for the use of others, for the use of those on earth. An often quoted scripture here, so I've used here a few times, is, the earnest expectation of the creation awaits the manifestation of the sons of God. And this scripture is telling us that one of the reasons we have not really been manifesting as sons of God is the not knowing. They know not, neither do they understand. They walk about in darkness. And so all the foundations of the earth are unstable. So we're going to look at this in two ways, two, two, two sections, you know. First, not knowing and all the foundation of the earth. So the consequences of kings who ought to reign in life in Christ, failing to do this, is a lack of knowledge. The consequences of this lack of knowledge is that the world which brings light is missing largely in our lives. Hence, they walk about in darkness. Remember the light, the word of light is a light unto my foot. The word which holds the world together. Hence, is the word of God holds the world together. So the lack of knowledge means that the foundations of the earth 
which is meant to be upheld by the kings, the word of God in the kings, the foundations are, unst- are unstable, are shaken. As we are kings, kings and workmen, representatives of the king of kings, he has put his word in our mouths. He said, I lay in Zion, a cornerstone. He who believes shall not act hastily. Isaiah 28, 16 says, God put his word in our mouth so that we might plant the heavens. Isaiah 51, 16. When we abide in his word and speak it, then God applies it. Because he watches over his word to perform it. God creates when we speak. But we can't speak if we don't know. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You see, Bible says, how do this, how can you speak unless you know, unless you're sent? So the Bible says, tells us in Isaiah 58, 12, a day that shall be of thee, shall build the old west places. Thou shalt raise up the foundations of many generations, and thou shalt be called the repairer of the bridge, the restorer of parts to dwell in. Some of the things we ought to do. But to do that, to be a repair of the bridge, the restore of the parts to dwell in, are we ready to do this? We, we must then choose to not to walk in darkness, but to seek God's word, which upholds the world in us, which uphold the, our earth, our circumstance, our environment. See, because the world is wasting. It's like this. You see, when I, whatever profession you are in, there is an anointing on you to do it. It's, it's, it's like God said to Bezahil in, in to, Moses said, told Moses to have anointed Bezahil, you know, with the gift, the anointing to design and craft the Ark of the Covenant, right? And in your world, God's anointed just like Bezahil. So there are two faces of, for that anointing, you see, because you are the temple of the living God. So the anointing is meant for you to be the best you are the temple in you it's also for others because whatever anointing god has put in you you are meant to use it to serve others okay so that's why the bible says whatever you're doing do it as unto the lord and so isaiah 51 i think i've quoted it a bit earlier it says the scriptures clearly tells us this it says i have put my words in your mouth and i have covered you in the shadow of my hand, I may plant the heavens, and I lay the foundations of the earth. And I say to Zion, you are my people. Great stuff. God has put the words in our mouths, covered us in the shadow of his eyes, so that he may plant the heavens. So as we speak, God creates, and God lays the foundation of the earth. So to be effective as kings, we have to be one with God's word. Joshua 1 verse 8. So he's meditate upon it, you know, upon the word day and night. So maybe observe to do what's in it and maybe successful. We must be determined and ready to arise and rebuild and raise the foundations of many generations. So we must choose not to walk in darkness. We must choose to seek God's word. We must choose to know what God is saying. If we do not know his word, which is by letting it abide in us, to dwell to dwell in us richly, you know, then the foundations of the world will be shaken with sickness, poverty, 
brokenness all around us and we're not affecting it and we can't make effect on it. Psalm 11 verse 3 says, If the foundations be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? God has set us as watchmen not to let this happen. So if, if we fail to be one with him in his word, to be you know, empowered to have his life in us, the Bible says, as he is, so are we in his, this world. And we cannot represent him adequately without looking into the perfect law of liberty and so that the image of Christ in us grows, becomes bigger. So in all, let's remember that Christ reigns on earth through us. So recall that the first part of the verse, it means this in summary, recall that the first part of the verse says, we know not. Neither do they understand. This is the crux of the problem, the core of the problem. The failure to fulfill our divine mandate as kings is not knowing God's word, not knowing God, what God has said, and not speaking it as his word. And so we're not able to reign as kings without our knowledge, walk about in darkness. So the Bible tells us, let the word of God dwell in us richly, in our wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in our hearts to the Lord. But an hypocrite with his mouth, according to Proverbs 11.9, destroys his neighbor. But true knowledge shall the just be delivered. So in all, remember that Christ reigns in us and we are one of the key tools to make his enemies his footstool. In Jeremiah 10, 13, and this requires us to cooperate with God's ways, to abide in his word, and so to be one with him. According to Romans 16, 20, the God of peace will shortly cross, crush Satan under your feet. Thank you, Father Lord. So we'll go on now to the next phase. Uh, 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 we're going to intercede, you know. Um, pray for the focus, as I said earlier, is the intractable, long-standing conflicts. Um, the situations that have been so, so long in war and conflict situations that it seems normal now in those places. Um, it seems normal. The, the war has kind of crystallized, not stabilized, the insecurity has crystallized to a new normal in places where we're going to pray for now, this week and next week. I don't know. It's no more unusual in those places to see death, carnage all around, um, scarcity of food, hunger, diseases. You know, so we need to pray. It's not normal. And it's the, you, you cannot imagine what they go through in places like Somalia and Syria, you know, in Libya and parts of Libya, you know. And I was, this, this part, there's high insecurity in those places everywhere. So we're going to start with Israel. The Israel-Palestine conflict has been going on for so long. It's more like a near state of war all the time. For instance, 47%, 47%. There's 47% unemployment in Gaza Strip, in the Palestinian region. That's how bad it is there. So it's easy to, for conflict to just keep going on. And this is always boiling over every single time. 
so much insecurity. And so let's pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Father, we declare peace. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We thank you because you said that we'll prosper those who love Jerusalem. And so we declare peace, Jerusalem, in the name of Jesus. Your word says, blessed, happy, fortunate to be envied is a nation whose God is the Lord. And the people who has chosen, who he has chosen as his heritage. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We pray. We pray for Jerusalem. We pray for Jerusalem, Palestinian peace in that country. Lord, we declare peace there in the name of Jesus. Oh, let that mercy, O Lord, be upon Jerusalem, according as we hope in you. Lord, the God of all peace himself give you peace, Israel, Jerusalem, Palestine, always by all means. The Lord be with you all. Second Thessalonians 3, 16. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. Bless Israel, Palestine, and Palestine with peace in the name of Jesus. The Lord will lift his countenance upon Israel, Palestine, and give thee peace in the name of Jesus. Lord, he said you cut off the chariots from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The battle bow shall be cut off. And shall speak peace to the nation, speak peace to Israel, who speak peace to Palestine in the name of Jesus. Lord, thank you because your dominion shall be from sea to sea and from river to the ends of the earth. Thank you, Father Lord. We give you praise. We pray for protection for the missionaries working in Israel, in Palestine area. Lord, thank you, Father Lord. In Jesus' name. And that's to go one prayer for, for Syria. The Syria war has begun, as some of you may know now, it's been going on since 2011, which is about 10 years now. About 5.6 million registered refugees. 6.2 million are internally displaced. More than 400,000 people have been killed for the last 10 years, which is what began as protests against the president. The president Assad's regime in 2011 has escalated into full-scale war at some point. Between the Syrian government, which is backed by Russia and Iran, the anti-government, I mean, you, you recall the time that ISIS, the Islamic group, took portions of Syria because of the anarchy there, took portions and then built a caliphate there. They were destroyed, of course, because of the West, um, noting the sense of danger that Exporting terrorism from that no man's land as it may be at that point. So let's pray for Syria in the name of Jesus. Lord, we declare peace to Syria. Peace, peace, peace to bring the country back from the, the war, the destruction caused by war. Lord, the word says in Isaiah 57, 18 to 21, I have seen his ways and I will heal Syria. You lead him also and restore comfort unto him and to his mourners. He said, You outcrate the fruit of lips, peace, peace to him that is afar off, and to him that is near, said the Lord, and I will heal him. But the wicked are like the troubled sea when they cannot rest, and whose waters cast up mere and death. There is no peace, says the Lord to the wicked. Now the God of peace. Be with you all. Amen. Syria, may the God of peace 
be with you, Sarah. Until, until the Spirit be poured upon Syria from on high, and the wilderness be a fruitful field, and the fruitful field be counted for a forest, then judgment shall dwell in wilderness, and righteousness shall remain in the fruitful field, and the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. My people, Syria, the people of Syria shall dwell in peaceful habitations, in secure dwelling places, and in quiet resting places. Isaiah 32, 16 to 18, in the name of Jesus, we pray for leadership in Syria, those in political offices. Lord, I pray, give the king, give the leaders in Syria that judgment, O God, and thy righteousness unto the, the king's son, unto the leadership, the entire leadership in Syria. Lord, that they shall judge thy people with righteousness and their power with judgment. And the, the mountains shall bring peace to the people of Syria and the little hills by righteousness. Uh, according to Psalm 72, 1 to 3, in the name of Jesus. So shall it be in Syria in the name of Jesus. Now lift up Yemen unto God's hand. In that country, about 100,000 people have been killed since 2015 when the war began. Uh, the civil war, 24 million are in need of assistance. Four million have been displaced. In fact, half of Yemen, Yemeni children under five face acute malnutrition, according to the United Nations. The number of children in danger of death from lack of food has increased to 400,000, the United Nations say. Oh, Father, we pray for Yemen. We pray for peace. We pray for peace, for intervention, because you make peace in thy borders, Yemen, and you fill Yemen with the finest of wheat. You send forth your command upon the earth, upon Yemen. Your word runs very swiftly. Psalm 147, 14 and 15. In the name of Jesus, we pray that Yemen will not lie down in, will both lie down in peace. Yemen will both lie down in peace and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make Yemen dwell in safety. Psalm 4 verse 8. In the name of Jesus, we seek the peace of Yemen and we pray to you, O Lord, for it, for Yemen. For in its peace, we have peace. Jeremiah 29 7. In the name of Jesus, for your word says, you know the thoughts I think towards Yemen, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give Yemen a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29 11. Lord, you establish peace for Yemen. For you have also done all the works in Yemen. It's Isaiah 26 12. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the sake of our brethren and companions in Yemen. I will now say, Peace be within you. Psalm 128. Thank you, Father Lord, for Yemen. Thank you, Lord, for restoration of peace, stability in that country. In the name of Jesus, we pray for Kashmir. Kashmir is a region in India, between India and Pakistan, that has been disputed between two countries. And so it's more like a no man's land, yet it's not independent. And yet it's controlled, there's a part controlled by Pakistan, there's a part controlled by India. So they claim all of Pakistan, both countries, but the territory has been partitioned between them since 1947. The conflict started after the partition of India in 1947. As both India and Pakistan claimed the entirety of the former princely state of Jammu and Kashmir, 
So it's a dispute over the region that has escalated into three wars between India and Pakistan and several other armed skirmishes. India controls the southern half of Kashmir, which is organized as the state of Jammu and Kashmir. So the primary source of fresh water in is the Kashmir is the primary source of fresh water in Pakistan. So it's quite important to Kash, to Pakistan. So as a result, control of the flow of water in these rivers through dams and canals has been a very important issue for the last six decades. Lord, we pray for peace in Kashmir region. In the name of Jesus, as according to Jeremiah 26, 4, 6, I will set my eyes on them for good and I'll bring them again to this land. I'll bring, build them up and not overthrow them and I'll plant them and not pluck them up. In the name of Jesus, I'll pray that your spirit, O Lord, be poured upon Kashmir from on high so that the wilderness be a fruitful field and the fruitful field be counted for a forest. Then judgment shall dwell in the wilderness and righteousness remain in the fruitful field. And the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. When it shall hail coming down on the forest, and the city shall be low, in a low place, blessed are ye that sow beside all waters, that send forth thither the feet of the ox and the ox. Isaiah 32, 15, 17. Lord, we pray, according to Isaiah, Psalm 147, the Lord heals the broken heart and binds up their wounds. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for restoration in Kashmir. Thank you, Father, Lord. We pray for Mali and Somalia. There are con- countries that have been simmering in conflict for, for some time now. About in Mali, you know, there have been upscaling conflict in the last month. You know, Peacekeeper has been attacked. Uh, just a few days ago, 20 peacekeepers were injured in an attack against their, on their base. Um, so in January, in this February, quite a number of peacekeepers have been attacked by uh, what's up, maybe the militants, maybe Islamic rebels, maybe extremists, Islamic extremists. But we pray for peace in Mali. We pray for peace in Somalia. You know, the car bomb that exploded again just this morning from the the presidential palace. We pray for Somalia and and Mali in the name of Jesus, according to Daniel nine verse seventeen. Now, therefore, our God, listening to the prayer of your servant, O Lord, and to our prayers for mercy and for your own sake, O Lord, make your face shine upon Mali and make your face shine upon Somalia, which is desolate. In the name of Jesus, according to Jeremiah thirty seventeen, you said you will restore health to some Mali. You restore health to Somalia, and their wounds you will heal, declares the Lord. Jeremiah 33, 6, Lord, you said, Behold, the Lord will bring to Mali health and healing. The Lord will bring to Somalia health and healing, and the Lord will heal them and reveal to them abundance of prosperity and security. In the name of Jesus, give the leaders of Mali thy judgment give the leaders of somalia the judgment O god and thy righteousness that they may judge the people with righteousness and the poor with judgment the mountains shall bring peace to the people and the little hills by righteousness psalm 72 1 to 3 in the name of jesus lord we pray 
Your word says, if my people who are called by your name shall humble themselves and pray and seek your face and turn from our wicked ways, then you hear from heaven and forgive their sins and heal our land and heal our world and heal our earth. Heal these lands in the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you, Father Lord. We thank you. We give you praise for your mercy. We bless you, O Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, O Lord. We pray for missionaries in Mali, in Somalia, for your protection, your guidance. In the name of Jesus, every attempt to kidnap them will frustrate it, cause them to be fruitful. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. We bless you. We bless you, Lord. We give you praise. And we declare. We declare for Somalia. Syria, Mali, Israel, Kashmir, Syria, Yemen. May your favor be upon them. A thousand generations and their families and their children and their children's children in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. Thank you, Father Lord, for your blessing upon this land. In the name of Jesus, may your favor be upon this land. In the name of Jesus, thank you. We bless you, Lord. We give you praise. In the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your servants in those places, working for souls. And Lord, we pray, cast your law upon them, that they be fruitful and your protection over them. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father Lord. You are with this, your people in there. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Time today, um, praying with us and sharing tips on walking by faith. Um, till we meet the next time, I'll say shalom. Keep walking by faith. I keep praying for peace. That is the way we shorten the days of the end times by praying and walking by faith. Pray for conflict hotspots and walking by and walk by faith. Live life in the spirit. See you meet again. Shalom.